Are you struggling with staying positive no matter what's pissing you off? Let's talk about it. Hey, 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 Charisma here. Welcome back. If you're new around here, hello. Today, we're going to be talking all about staying positive, no matter what's pissing you off. And today I have on the show a special guest, Martin Salama, and he's going to help you and help all of us really get unstuck when it comes to staying positive, no matter what's going on in your life or even in your business. Welcome to the show, Martin. Hi. Hi, Charisma. So happy to be here with you. Yeah, I love this topic. And it's something that I do in my work as well when it comes to mindset. So share a little bit about you and what you do before we jump into it. Okay, sure. So so as you said, my name is Martin Salama. Uh, I've been a life coach for about 12 or 13 years. And uh, that came about as a result of uh, things that happened in 2008 when the financial world was turned upside down. You remember that time, Charisma? Oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> so I was uh, I was one of the uh, people that got caught up in all that that was going on. My wife and I were working on a project for about five years to build a multi-million dollar health club and tennis center in New Jersey. And it took us five years because we had to get the approvals and we had to make sure that we were doing the right thing. And it grew and it got changed and we had to get architects and engineers and go to the city and get their approval and the city tell us, oh, wait a minute, before we give you approval, we want to make sure that the civil engineers are in on this, making sure that the traffic isn't going to be affected and you have enough parking and all that. And we're like, okay, so, and if it was 2006 or 2007 when we got the approval, they would have been like, yeah, here's the money. It's like kind of going to Costco back then. They would like, you get samples on every corner. (laughs) But unfortunately it was 2008 and we went into the bank. We're like, okay, we're ready now. And like, yeah, we're not lending right now. Like, wow. I've put over three and a half million dollars of my money and my investors' money in by now. Ouch. Like, what are you talking about? Well, things are slowing down. A month later, Bernie Madoff, subprime loans, the financial world was upended like a house of cards. Mm-hmm. And I was the, the joker on the bottom of the deck, but I wasn't mm-hmm. laughing. <laughs> well, I could imagine that must have been really painful to lose all that money and invest so much time and energy. Yeah. And then you couldn't move forward, right? No, I was like, yeah. I was stuck. And it took me about a year. I was in a depression for about a year. Wow. Meantime, I would stop paying my bills. I stopped paying my car payments, my my mortgage. A few months later, my son says, Dad, look outside. They were towing away my car, my BMW. Oh, no. That never happened to me before. So mm-hmm. that was kind of a new experience. And eventually, uh, they, they foreclosed on my house as well. So no. things were not very good. And I was in a depression for about a year. And... Um, Took me about a year, there a little bit of therapy and some coaching to say, okay, now what? Now what am I going to do? And I looked back and I realized I didn't love being a businessman my whole life. Mm. What I did love was always helping people. I was always involved in community events. And as a leader in those community events, people would come and say, well, I don't know how much I can do. I'll tell them, well, just give me a few hours and you know we'll figure it out together. And what I was doing was I was coaching them. Mm as to their potential to help in the organization. 
And I realized, oh, I can do that and get paid to do that. Exactly. So I became a life. I decided I'm going to become a life coach. And I did the research and I found a great school. And about two months before it was time to start life coach training, it was my 24th wedding anniversary. And my wife gave me a very interesting uh, anniversary gift. What? What's that? She said, I want a divorce. Oh, no. No, you can't be serious. Wow. I'm serious. On my 24th wedding anniversary. What? But I'm, I'm laughing about it now because looking back, other than our four kids, it was probably the best gift she ever gave me. Okay. But at the time, I didn't think at that. At the time, it wasn't. It was not a gift. <laughs> at the time, I didn't look at it as a gift. I looked at it as my life is over. You know, uh, I, I was feeling terrible. I was afraid. I, I think deep down inside, I came to realize I was afraid nobody was ever going to love me. So let me figure out how to get this one to work. You know, better with the one that I think loves me than trying to find somebody else. <laughs> and going through life coaching, I started to realize, well, nobody loved me. Well, I thought nobody loved me is because I didn't love myself. Right. Why That's where it starts. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, you, it's always amazing to hear someone's journey to where they are today and the pain along the way has been <clears throat> sort of like alchemized now into helping others. So tell me a little bit about what you do. Like, how do you help? individuals stay positive no matter what's pissing them off <laughs> so it starts out with understanding it's a mindset as as you mentioned mm. and and shifting your mindset from lack to abundance yes from an attitude of complaint to an attitude of gratitude mm -hmm. or if i like to say and even on a deeper level going from self-conscious to self-aware mm. yes deep yeah. And and most people think they're self self aware. They do not. <laughs> not after they talk to me, <laughs> they realize. Wait a minute. So all these years, I thought I was self aware. I was really self conscious. Right. And you know, uh, one of the things I've done recently is I came out with a book, and uh, as a supplement to the book, I came out with a card deck. Mm. Right. Warrior to warrior. Ooh, warrior love to that. warrior. I want to make yeah. sure I get it on the screen, right? Yeah, I see it. Right. Yeah. And one of the cards in the deck. Mm -hmm. Self-aware versus self-conscious. So break no. that down for us, for our audience, so that they understand. Okay, okay. what is the difference between self-conscious versus self-aware? So self-consciousness comes from a mm -hmm. place of negative energy, mm -hmm. guilt, conflict, and doubt. Mm -hmm. Self-consciousness is more outward directed. It's being more concerned about what others are thinking of you and how the situation is going to affect you. Mm. You probably react to uncomfortable situations instead of respond. When you're self-conscious, you're questioning your decisions. You're second-guessing yourself, allowing other people's opinions and judgments sway your own judgment. Self-consciousness comes from a place of, from a from a mindset of lack, complaining, and blaming. Yes, 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 yes. Very yeah. true. Okay, yeah, yeah. self-aware. No. Okay. Well, we, we can't leave you there. We got to tell you no. about self-awareness, right? <laughs> self-awareness comes from a place of positive energy, mm -hmm. acceptance, contentment, and self-assuredness. Self-awareness is more inward-facing. You have an accurate and realistic understanding of how you are responding to situations and how you're feeling about things. It enables you to approach interactions and circumstances from a more balanced, richer stance. Self-awareness comes from a mindset of abundance, taking responsibility and gratitude. 
Wow. Powerful. Yes. Deep, 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 deep. So, so, you know, my audience may be thinking, well, yeah, I am stuck. I am, you know, going through, maybe I'm going through a divorce or my business is not working or maybe, you know, I would say 80 to 90% of my audience are men. So they may be at a place in their life where they, you know, want to find that one person to settle down with, to start a right. family and they're finding it challenging. And they think, like I had a comment on one of my, on one of my, my episodes uh, from a gentleman. He says, I'm 33 years old. And with the state of everything, with the modern women, how, you know, all the sort of just supposed to what women want versus, you know, what the men that are available and all of these things that are going on with feminism and everything else. He's, he's come to the place now where I'm 33 years old and I don't think I'm going to find a partner. He wants, he wants to get married and he wants to have children, but he's at that point where he's thinking, well, he's given up. He doesn't think he's going to find that person, that woman right. that he can marry and settle right. down. So he's like, okay, he's, he is like, he's at the Pope uh, the point of hopelessness. Mm -hmm. So what would you say to an individual who, who is going through that? Like, how can he become more self-aware that that may not necessarily be true, but it's true for him at this point right. in his life. Right, right. So, you know, it's that existential crisis that he's going through. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, is this all there is? How do I how do I figure out what's more? So that's where coaching comes in and sitting down and setting up goals and 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 really deep diving with this gentleman on where the things are in his life that are most important to him and how is he showing up? And, you know, to your point, how do you stay positive no matter what's pissing you off? Mm-hmm. And, and that's a big part of it because when you're like, he's him, the hopelessness that gives off a, a, an, an emotion of lack, desperation, yes. fear, anxiety. And the women are, are smelling that, mm -hmm. you know, even if they're not smelling it with their nose, they're sensing it. Yeah. And if you put that out there, they're like, yeah, this guy is not somebody I want to be near. Yeah. It's almost like he's he will repel yeah. any any you know potential that well, it's uh, like a negative pheromone, yeah. you know? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So, so then, how would you? How would he become more self aware? Like, what are the, some of the practical steps for him to become more self aware? Yeah. So overall, so I, I told you a little bit about who I was before. So mm -hmm. as a result of that, of my understanding that and go deciding, I'm still going to go through with coaching. That first weekend of training, coach training, before I went, they gave me a book and a, a list of books. And they said, read a few of the books on this list. And one of them was a book by Don Miguel Ruiz called The Four Agreements. Mm. You know that book? Yes. I'm, yes. I'm familiar right. with that. Yeah. Okay. It's a fantastic book. For me, it was yeah. a life changer. It was a game changer. And that second agreement, which is don't take anything personally, was like it was the beginning of the door opening up. Mm. And when I went to that coach training, I was able a little further and go further with it. Mm -hmm. And um, and what, what it was telling me was is that I've always been somebody who takes things personally. And that's because I found out I was a people pleaser. And to mm -hmm. me, I was like, oh, yeah, I always want to make everybody happy. And, and that's what many people pleasers think. So as a result, I took things personally. I was a control freak. And I had to – and I – and, and if things weren't going my way, 
I was like a a, a powder keg. Oh. I would blow up like you can't imagine. Magic. Right. So I had to figure out what was going on because at the mo- at that moment when my wife said that to me, what I was saying to me to myself was, why does everything keep happening to me? Mm. And the one before you go on, that mm. statement is a statement that so many people say to themselves. Yeah. But they don't realize that at, during that moment, why does everything keep happening to me? It's like they're giving their power away, number one. Number two, they're in victimhood because everything is happening to me. Right. And they don't take the responsibility for the part that they play in exactly. whatever situation they're in. Right. Exactly. So mm-hmm. now what I've done is recognize going through coaching and be coaching my clients. I recognize that now and, and who I am in my life now. So what came out of that was, and me changing was I took the word life and turned it into an acronym mm. and it stands for live incredibly full every day. Mm, powerful. And I mean that from a personal standpoint and from a, and a, from a world standpoint standpoint. Mm-hmm. What I mean that is, uh, am I being selfish by saying I want to take care of myself? Mm. And how am I giving back to the world? Am I being happy? And am I being meaningful? Does my life have meaning and happiness? Because you could have one without the other. Yes. So I, so that word life has become like such a big thing for me. So I actually took that same word life and made another acronym, which is how to stay positive no matter what's pissing you off. Mm. Right? Powerful. <laughs> right into the first one, which is L, live mm. responsibly. Take responsibility for everything that's going on in your life, right? Mm-hmm. And instead of saying, why does everything keep happening to me? Why don't you say things are happening through me? Right. Exactly. And and embrace what's going on. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes. Because if you don't, you're just fooling yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's the first one. Take responsibility. Live responsible. L. I inspire yourself. Hmm. How do you do that? By stop complaining, stop worrying and criticizing. Go from being a warrior, somebody who worries all the time, to a warrior, as you saw with my card deck. Yes. Right? <laughs> warrior to Powerful. Warrior, which is also happens to be the name of the book. Warrior to warrior. <laughs> warrior to warrior. So that's number two. And really, it's really understanding that the way you put yourself out there, the way you think about things is the way things are going to happen. And one of my mentors, her name is Genevieve Davis, said to me, and she writes in her books, the world is as you see it. Mm. So if you see it as being downtrodden and terrible and the president is to make my life miserable, then that's what it is. Exactly. But if you say, who cares who the president is? <laughs> I'm going to make the best of my life. I'm going to make sure that everything is great. And that's how it's going to be. Yes. Powerful. And that's I. Yes. Inspire yourself. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I love it. And when you were saying, you know, about what the world thinks and so on, it reminded me of a, a quote or a saying um, from the late um, Samuels. Uh, oh, my goodness. I can't remember his name. But he always used to say, the world does not owe you understanding. It doesn't. Doesn't owe right. you anything. <laughs> Doesn't owe you anything. Doesn't owe you any understanding at right. all. Absolutely. Right? And definitely doesn't owe you understanding. No question no. about it. 
not not at all. Right. So that's powerful. So how how would you when you know speaking to this gentleman again, like now he's you know, I told you he's at this place of hopelessness, mm -hmm. he doesn't think right, he's right, gonna right. get married and so on. So what would you suggest to him, recommend to him what to really get help to shift out of that mindset right. that he's in right now? It's it's almost as if you're 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 giving it to me on a platter because that's the next letter <laughs> F. Okay. Okay. Feel gratitude. Mm. Look yes. for things around you that you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. Go from complaining to appreciating. Yes. You got to make that mindset shift. And and I got to tell you, it's not going to happen overnight. So I have a plan. Why don't you tell this? We tell this gentleman. Every morning when you wake up, take out a nice notebook, like a moleskin, not one of these flimsy things, and write three things you're grateful for. Yeah. could be anything. It could be, I'm so grateful my, my coffee tastes good. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. And build on that. And then go out there and look for the opportunities. Look for the good things. I even say I go out every day and I try to make sure I make at least one person laugh every day. Mm -hmm. And when they do laugh, I thank them for helping me fill my quota. Now yes. <laughs> I've connected with that person. Yes. So important. Gratitude is very, is key to abundance and prosperity because if we can't appreciate what we have, like, why do we think that we'll receive more? Right. Exactly. It is, it is the key to receiving and receiving with abundance and overflow, right. um, being grateful in the moment. I mean, like mm -hmm. you said, simple things like grateful for your coffee. Every morning, I, you know, my dog, you, you probably hear him and my audience <laughs> yes. is very I'm familiar. like your little dog. <laughs> <laughs> always, he always has to chime in whenever I'm recording an episode, when I'm on the show, you always hear Teddy. So I don't even edit it out anymore because people are just like, okay, that's Teddy. Okay. That's, so it. What? that's it. So, you know, he, he gives me I went through a very dark time in my life about five years ago when I lost my uncle mm. and my uncle was like, this was a man that lived on purpose. Like, I mean, living on purpose, he knew exactly what it was and he was living it. Right. And when he left this earth, it was, Oh my God, it just shattered me. And I went through the dark night of the soul mm -hmm. and Teddy came into my life at that moment. I strongly believe God sent him in because it's what I needed Right. To pull me out of it. Right. And every morning when I, you know, he's my first priority. When I get up, I get ready, I get dressed to take him out because he needs to go and do his business. That's right. And, and when I, responsibility, you're building responsibility in another exactly. way. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And when, on my walk, on the walks, especially when it's cold and it's winter, like he goes out no matter, doesn't matter. He just, he wants to go out, even if it's minus something, you know, mm. he must, he must walk. So I'm grateful for him because it gets me out every day, no matter the weather, no matter right. the condition, right. no matter if I, you know, not feeling well or have a migraine or so on. He gets me out of bed. He gets me out. It's good for my well-being. It's good mm -hmm. for my health. So I am grateful for him in every way. And the walks that I, you know, as I'm walking, I'm like taking in nature and I'm grateful for the weather. So there's like, it doesn't have to be huge things to no, show gratitude for, it right? It doesn't. Just but the thing things. is, is to build on it, build on it every yes. day. And it doesn't ever have to be big. It could always yeah. be little things. But if you set your mindset up correctly, then I'm going to 
instead of, and now when you go out for the day, you go, instead of saying, oh, I have to do this. I have mm-hmm. to do that. I have to go to work. Even if you hate your job, say, yeah. I get to go to work. Exactly. I get to do these things. I get to go shopping, whatever it is. And that will build the foundation. It's the planting the seed so that going forward, as you build on this, and every time you complain, say, wait a minute, why am I complaining? What's going on yeah. here? Mm-hmm. And and become more aware of it yeah. so that you become self-aware and self Exactly. And you just hit the, the nail on the head because asking those deep questions of why, mm-hmm. why am I feeling this way, is one of the greatest keys to unlocking your self-awareness. What's going on right now? Like, what's triggering me? Why, why am I pissed off? Like, right. what, or, you know, what did he say to me that, it's triggering right. me that yeah. I'm feeling this way. 100%. Why am I angry? Right. Yeah. So I have always... a whole nother acronym that I you talk about building <laughs> your emotional strength. There you go. Yes. With, with the same four letters. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, but it's about understanding, you know, because I took things personally, as I said, not everything or almost nothing mm-hmm. I should be taking personally. Yes. Right. And it's when somebody's upset. Now, even if they're upset at me. Am I taking it personally or is something else going on that made them upset mm. that they're taking out on me? Mm-hmm. And even if they are, say, well, you know, what can I do to diffuse this? How can I respond instead of react? Because I said I was like a counter kick. I was like a reactor, a nuclear reactor. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So. That's very, you know, asking the deeper questions do help you build that that self-awareness. And for that gentleman, you know, you have to understand what your own values are. Mm -hmm. And I thought I understood what values were until I went to, until I went to coach training. And that helped me when I moved forward and started to date again, because I'd go out on these dates and I would basically interview the women, Mm. not them knowing they were being interviewed. Yeah in conversation, asking them about what their values were by asking certain questions to get an idea and right. to see if our values were as aligned as could be. Okay. Because I realized in my first marriage, we were so codependent and I was so 25 years earlier when we got married, I was so enamored with this beautiful girl and, <laughs> and my own lack of self-confidence that our values were never aligned. Now, we had many good years, and I have four beautiful children and eight grandchildren. Mm, I have a decent relation, very decent relationship with my ex-wife now. Thank you. Good. But maybe we shouldn't have been married in the first place. Mm-hmm. And I, I take responsibility for that, but I also take take responsibility for the beautiful children I have and all that as well. So now moving forward, I'm like, okay. And I would go out on these dates, and I would ask these questions. And one day, I went on a date, and this woman was checking off all the boxes. Hmm. I went again. I'm still checking off all the boxes. And about a month into it, I turned to her. I said, I got to tell you something. And it's not something you need to say to me, but I want to say to you right now is that I'm falling in love with you because I love who you are and who you're looking at me being and not trying to change me. Amazing. So what are some of those questions that you used as a, you know? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, share a little bit. First, you have to figure out what are your values? Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So my values are communication, honesty, and family. Mm-hmm. So the questions would then be, 
be revolve around those types of things right to get a response to see you okay. know in other relationships how were you how was your communication with them was it was they was he an open person was he you know all that or mm -hmm. how do you feel about family and and you know things like you know just bring that up as a conversational thing right and okay. then i would bring in some of the ones that were not really that high to see if they were high for her so i'm like oh wait a minute mm. it's just making sense for me okay awesome that's a, a good way to do it especially dating right yeah they right. want it. They want people. The other, they, everybody wants to talk about themselves. Yeah, they always talk. <laughs> and really, the guys that are divorced don't talk about your ex-wife. Mm -hmm. That's <laughs> not a good thing. <laughs> not a good conversation to no. uh to be, especially going on and on and on and on. Okay, right. you get it. You're divorced. Okay, yeah, but exactly. yeah. So we have one more letter to talk about. Okay, let's hear it. And that is embrace. Mm. embrace that the new beliefs that you've put into action with living responsibly, inspiring yourself, feeling gratitude that they're working and mm -hmm. be aware of the results that start to show up. So what do I mean by that mm -hmm. is that if something happens, don't say, Oh, it's a coincidence. First thing mm -hmm. is charisma. I don't believe in coincidences. Neither do I. Right. <laughs> and you say, this is the magic starting to happen. Mm -hmm. and recognize it and build on it. So that's the embracing part. Right. Powerful. So you're bringing it all together. This is uh, powerful. And you call it, there's a word that you call this whole process. Life, you have an, a name for it? Oh, it's called the life method. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I want to say, sure, the life mood method. Let me say that again. The okay. life mood lifter method. Okay. Stay positive no matter what's pissing you off. Wow. Powerful. Nice, yeah, nice. Thank you. So along the way now, so you become a life coach. You're helping individuals sort of shift from, you know, any ruts, any negativity, uh, from scarcity to abundance, shifting right. their mindset. Right. And what are some of the testimonials that you've shared, that you've seen while working with other people? Oh, you know, uh, doing I, this when, kind of work? we were talking before about um about the gentleman mm -hmm. it made me think of one of my clients and mm -hmm. i want to look up his testimonial if you don't mind yeah go ahead and read it to you okay okay because you'll see something very similar when i started working with martin i was ready to give up all hope of living a happy life mm -hmm. i thought this was my last shot and if this didn't work i would give up and become a tool for other people's happiness. I didn't understand that I had the internal limiting beliefs and rational lies that were keeping me tied to my old way of thinking. Since I started working with Martin, I've gained positive clarity on life. I've expect, accepted my own power and choice. I've taken responsibility for my choices and let go of those choices that were not mine. I've decided to live in abundance and gratitude. Because of these changes Martin taught me, I'm happier, I have better relationships, and I have more clients because I am being my real positive self. Looking back, all I wanted was hope that I can start to heal again. Heal. I should start to heal. Needless to say, I have that now. Wow. Powerful. That's incredible. 
So if someone was interested in working with you, like how would they go about to, 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 to sort of like, you know, engage in this type of work to, to have these kind of results and outcomes, positive outcomes in our life. I made it very simple. You can go to the website, connectwithmartin.com. Okay. Okay. On there, you can buy my book. You can buy the cards. Mm -hmm. There are free gifts that you could have on there. Download it for yourself. And then there's also a link to have a conversation with me to just see if there's something there that we can move forward with. Okay. Awesome. And is there any other place where our, uh, my audience can connect with you if you're on sure. social media? Sure. Facebook. Okay. Uh, 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 LinkedIn. And if you want to have some fun, you can go to YouTube, type in my name, mm-hmm. and you'll see me coaching and cooking at the same time. Oh, wow. Coaching and cooking. I've never heard that before. <laughs> That's an go. interesting combination. I got to check out your channel for yeah, sure. Martin Salama, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and before we wrap up, I want to dedicate this um, this episode to Dana. I think that's if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Maybe this Dana. Is a gen- or, well, it's supposed to be a gentleman. So D-A-N-D-A. Da- Dana? Okay. Dana. Okay, so I'll say his handle. Dana man nine zero zero nine that's the handle so this is a gentleman that commented in one of my videos and i just shared what he was going through so i want to dana forgive me mispronouncing your name but i'm dedicating this episode this show to you you can find lots of help lots of goodness and i would encourage you to connect with martin and have a conversation with him and i'm sure he'd be able to help you and guide you out of you know where you are into to your next level of positivity and abundance. So this has been awesome, Martin. I, I love having you on the show, uh, you know, talking about mindset. I can talk about this all day long. So thank <laughs> you so much for being here. Any final words before we wrap up? Oh, thank you so much. First thing is charisma. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed our time today. And if anything else, if nothing else, Just wake up every morning and say, today, I'm going to live incredibly full every day. Awesome. Love it. Those words are powerful. Thank you so much, Martin. And uh, I'm sure you'll be on the show again at some other point. So thank you so much. All right. Take care. Until next time. I want you to really delve deep into what Martin shared here on the show today. And if you you know need any help with your mindset, abundance, if you're in lack and scarcity, reach out to Martin and he'll have a conversation with you. Also, I'd love to, to hear your comments, your feedback. If you're going through anything like this that you may need support on, share in the comments below whether this is on YouTube or any of the podcast platforms. I look forward to hearing from you as always. And until next time, take care and bye for now.